And that's how I felt like every turn when I got stuck, something else would come right up to me. Like, here you go. Here's how you do that. Here's how you do this. Now that doesn't mean that one day, pre-launch, my husband came home, I'm bawling on the couch. Yeah. Like. Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Inspiring stories from local people and businesses you likely already know and trust. Here is your host, third generation family business entrepreneur, Renee Oswald. Welcome to another episode of East Idaho Entrepreneurs. Uh, for any of you who don't know, this is the show where I interview business owners, entrepreneurs, and influencers in East Idaho and learn their stories of the challenges and successes with their business dreams. So today I am so thrilled for my guest because she has a great story of making connections and how that has opened the doors for her and for those who she's connected. Plus, she's just happy and fun. <laughs> um, so welcome Shelly Jorgensen of the Veranda Virtual Network and of Gavent Executive Network. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you today and thrilled to be interviewed by you. Yeah, I've, well, I've we'll admired see. you for a long time, <laughs> and so I'm super excited to be here. I haven't made anybody cry yet, but it could happen today. No, oh, I'm teasing. It could. <laughs> it, it could. It, it could. All right, Shelly, tell us a little bit for the listeners. Uh, what is the Veranda Network? What is Gavent? What is the stuff that you're doing? Well, so here you go. So here's the story. So about 10 years ago, I got this cold email. <laughs> From this guy named John Bailey, and uh, I deleted it. <laughs> You're like, I don't know who this dude is. <laughs> this guy, poor guy. I I thought, what in the world? So he was inviting me to do something I didn't know anything about, really. And um, what he was saying, uh, you know, after he re-emailed me and said, "Oh, Shelley, you know, I it's I'd like to create a place for." Um, CEOs, executives, and business owners to be able to connect on a really powerful level um, with each other. And so I thought he was reaching out to me to sell some MLM product sure, or yes. something. <laughs> and You're I was like, thinking, there's a catch here. Yeah, I was thinking, no, no. And then he says, no, not network marketing, networking. Uh huh. And then I was hooked. Yeah. Yeah. And so. What were you doing at the time? I was doing about seven things. Honestly, I was working for Horizon Airlines, uh -huh. Alaska Airlines. Like, how did he know about you? Were you just, yeah. your name was kind of out there as so, somebody who knew people? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, actually. So I had another business at that point called Farm Fresh Fundraisers. So we were shipping fresh produce to football teams, bands, schools, and everything in different states. So we bought from three farms and shipped to about five states. How cool. Yeah. And one of my brokers in Utah was a mutual friend of ours. Oh, got it. And so he's like, well, if you're starting you need to that hook up, up with Shelly, you need to know. Yeah, you need to know Shelly. Okay. So no resume, no anything. But what I was doing currently was um, running two farmer's markets. I owned two farmer's markets here in East Idaho. And one was at the Peerview Market in downtown. Beautiful, like cobblestones. It's really my first time ever of bringing business owners together. Yeah. I didn't realize it what was you a were common doing. thread. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. So here comes John Bailey, probably the one of the first times I'd ever met him, walking through my farmer's market. And I'm like, yeah, that's my resume. I, I, I don't have one. So <laughs> look around. This is me. <laughs> yeah. So that was really the story. And then it all... And really, honestly, Renee, the reason I 
I listened to Jones because I felt like I should. Mm -hmm. I did. I didn't know what he was talking about, but I felt... At that time you were led I'm to... I'm like, I need to listen to this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like his idea. Yeah, I did like his idea. So talk to me a little bit about what that idea was. Bringing business owners together in like a room and a... Yeah. What does that look like? So when he said, you know, he didn't have any local connections. He was... Um, living in Idaho, but working in Utah, and was a part of some really big networking groups. Oh, okay, so that Utah. was kind of the that was the premise of, of what mm -hmm. he was going to mm -hmm. do here. Okay, so it's such a great experience with those groups that he actually brought one of them out of Utah, and we became a, a you know a, what an appendage, I guess, yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually broke off completely from them with Gavent Executive Network. But the idea was, going back to your question, was what is this for? Yeah. And it really was, is there a place for top-level executives to communicate with each other, to problem-solve, to open doors for each other, to mentor you know, each other? Is there a place for that? And not the way we wanted to do it, not the way we envisioned doing it. There wasn't a place like that. So we talked 20 brave souls into uh, joining us our first day. I, I do believe we charged them. <laughs> or maybe not. No, we did. Oh, okay. We did. We okay, sold good. them before we ever came. And, I, and, and, and that always makes me laugh because, you know, we, we were like, oh, we, we don't really know what we're selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it lesson. sounds good. But we did it. And oh, my goodness. So I have to tell you, after almost, you know, eight, nine years later, a lot of those 20, those people that were in that room are still members. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, they must have been f finding value from it. Oh, gosh dang it. I hope so. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and so what kind of things does Givent do? So what does Givent do? So Givent is a monthly experience, a networking experience. Uh, like I mentioned, for top-level people, decision make not decision makers, because that's easy to, to say, oh, everyone's a decision maker. No, we want CEOs. Uh -huh. We want business owners. We want executive players. And that's who's in the room. Mm -hmm. Like, so we bring everybody together. You get to yes. be a part of that. Yes. Yes. As a member, we bring these people together like Renee and, and amazing companies like, like hers into a space where we talk about, okay, you know, what, what is, what is what's our big what's challenge? Your story? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. What, well, what is your business challenge? But, but also what do you do as a person? Because, you know, we've found that the number one factor in business growth and business success is trust. And so if we can help facilitate uh, trust in, and growing trust and building trust between business owners, then we can take that relationship into a transactionary relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that can be... And you need to... And that's the thing. When you get yeah. to know somebody, yeah, then it's not like, oh, there's the name of this business and I don't know who this person is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it puts a face to it. You know, we went through uh, 2008, 2009, you know, when stuff was really, really a mess. And, and we opened right then. And we thought, you know, what if we can create our own infrastructure of support for each other? that we could do business within. Uh -huh. And then it, if the economy is struggling, so it's okay. We have our own, we have our own um, ability That's to it. pull business in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so 
you know, we, so we bring everybody together. I always like to say we, we, we trap them in a door, we, we shut the doors and watch the good bubble out of the doors <laughs> because it does. Yeah. It really does. So um, this process, I remember, you know, the first day, Renee, it was so funny when we first started, um, we were up till four and then uh, getting everything ready. And then, you know, the alarm rang at six. <laughs> To get back down to the Hilton to get uh, to get things in order for everybody to show up at seven thirty, and and that that didn't stop too soon <laughs> on event day, but was we, it everything you hoped it would be? We, it, you know, that what we would hear back is this was better than my best expectation. Yeah, that's great. And when people say that to you, that says so much. Yeah. So the secret, really, truly, is. When you come as a business owner, um, we carefully place you, you know, with lots of love and care with people that we hope can improve your business. And then we track where you've sat. I have the history of those first members from all those years ago of who they've ever sat with. Yeah. I yeah. know every month who they sat with. And so we set, we reset that, um, that seating assignment, if you yeah. will, the seating chart is what we call it. So it's brand new. You have a new experience. Yeah. 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 Try not to sit you with the same person twice in 12 months. Yeah. That's been our goal ever since the beginning. Yeah. That's great. On occasion, you'll run into someone that you've sat with already, but oh, darn, I have to talk to them again. I know. (laughs) We can catch back up. Yeah. So um, how did, so Gavent is a local, obviously East Idaho thing. I think you're also in Boise. Is that correct? That's exactly right. Um, How did that lead then to the veranda Virtual, virtual network. network. Yeah. Like what exactly is the Veranda Virtual Network? I know yeah. you have, obviously you've got your tribe of women. Um, we're recording obvious uh, at the same time we're doing a Facebook live. So <laughs> you're going to get us two different ways, but that's right. That's right. Um, talk to me a little bit about what that is. So the Veranda Virtual Network came from an idea of, you know, as John and I were building event, I asked him, I said, how, what if we could connect business owners that were not only local? What if we could connect business owners that were from all over the world? <clears throat> and so I went to work personally to figure out how we could create this. I did not know anything about the online space. I didn't know anything about Facebook ads or... So tell me, I don't mean to interrupt you, but why yeah. was why? that in an effort to, to benefit? What, what benefit do I have connecting with somebody across the world? Good question. So as I met with event owners, a lot of the companies were international. International. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of them were national. A lot of them were international. And so the questions that were coming to me were, was, this is great, Shelly, but I serve an international market. Yeah. Or this is great, Shelly, but I serve a national market. Right. And so, you know, in, in East Idaho, it's so... Renee, we live in the coolest place. They, there are such amazing businesses that hide right here. In yeah, Idaho. I know. I know. This is what you I'm do finding know. out. Yes, you do know. Exactly. You do know. And their stories are incredible. I remember this one time I met this lady who was in her, I think she was in her mid-70s making spy equipment. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they moved, yeah, you wouldn't think that. They moved their business to Arco. Like, wow. Yeah. They were in Idaho Falls. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Yeah, is this you make real? spy equipment for the <laughs> Navy, and you, you're in Arco. And she, yeah, not kidding you. She was. I mean, she could hardly walk. 
She came to our event with a walker. She did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, she sounds awesome. She is awesome. You actually should interview her. I should. should. Yes. I'll, I'll get you her contact info. Anyway, so as, as we built it, that was my thought was, well, what's stopping us? From doing this from more naturally. connecting, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, Gavent um, kept running, and I thought, you know, I want to look into this. Another problem that I could see with Gavent was um, when we started Gavent, there was only me and Roland Hendricks in the room that were women mm-hmm. for a few months. And then we got wow. our third. Yeah, wow. And that was Stephanie from the INL. Yeah. And then we got our fourth. And finally, but honestly. But the presence of women was, was not there. And it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's still not. Mm-hmm. You know, almost 10 years later, I, would you say 10 to 15%? Or high or lower? No, I would. I'd say about right. I mean, yeah. any given time I'm at a table, I'm usually the only woman at yeah. that table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my thought was, women need a different way to network. What if there's something other? What if there's a different way that we could network and that was, you know, maybe fit into our schedules a little better? Yeah. Maybe. Um, maybe no plane ticket, no lunch, no. You know, let's just network in a way that that fits and suits our busy lifestyle mm-hmm. a little bit better or serves anyway i was just stumped by it why where's yeah, the women uh, yeah is that an intimidating environment for them to be in because it is predominantly male what what is your sense of why we don't have because there's certainly business uh, owners that are women yeah um and there is. so is there's it just that they that they just weren't comfortable in the environment, maybe? You know, I was just interviewed by a company called Fast Company, um, a magazine called Fast Company, on the topic of networking. And it was on the topic of women versus men and how they network And how we communicate. And yeah. 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 And how we network differently. And one of the things that was brought up in that interview was that we well obviously we do communicate differently but we also network differently women will um our our relationships are less um well let's talk not necessarily in eastern idaho but this is a national question at this point it's fast company for pete's sake it's a huge magazine right so they were saying men network, and I don't want to label anybody in East Idaho, men network more for the transaction and women network more for the relationship. Yeah, that makes sense. Inside mm-hmm. Gavent, I don't think that's the case. And I argued that in that article. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we have relationships. Because yeah. we do have relationships uh-huh. and we do build them. But they, they were saying it that way. And so I think... Well, women on the veranda, a lot of them, uh, is their first time networking. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this is a comfortable place. This is a comfortable place. Yeah. And I teach them how. And, you know, honestly, I just got off a call with um, one of my veranda members um, from, mm, I think, Florida. That's where she's from. And she was telling me that, um, that she'd never, ever networked before. Um, I have a little course. And she has a business. And she's just brand new into business. Brand new into business. Um, And she said, I have a little course called How to Network Like a Boss Lady. Yeah, good. (laughs) And so she went in, took that course, went into her own networking event, a live event, and got her first client. Wow. 
And so I think some of it is just not knowing how yeah, right. to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't have known how before that. Yeah. But you had random the... John Bailey email. <laughs> it came through <laughs> out of divine intervention, whatever that was. Yeah, exactly. So tell me a little bit about Veranda. I understand when you talk about being networking, but I'm using that in my context of what I understand about networking. So how many people are part of the Veranda? Fun. So we're about our founding 50 members. Okay. And, and, and then what do you do? Like if I'm in the veranda, what does that look like? happen? Yeah. So at our live events that you know very well, right? Um, we have a room full of business owners and round tables that we place our members through to network, right? Like, um, and we, I boss them around, make them talk about what you do at, when you're not at work. What, what, what is your business story? What are your needs? And then go to work and help each other solve those problems. So the day that I found out <laughs> that I could create that same energetic, exciting um, event feel on a computer screen, I did cry. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, and it was through Zoom. Zoom has a, a, a platform inside of it that allows you to, to create groups. breakout yeah. sessions, yeah, yeah. Uh, breakout rooms. Yeah. And it was the only one, only platform I'd ever seen that you could do that. So now we can create, you know, we all meet on one screen. We have, uh, I usually present a message, uh, some business message for them, uh, a CEO message. Then um, one of my guests will, uh, one of my members will speak, or we have a fancy celebrity speaker come in. And... um, and then after they're do after they're they're done presenting and I'm done presenting, then we'll push you into these breakout sessions. Uh-huh. And it truly is magical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you're zoomed into these rooms, and we. Put and how many people are five? In? Five. Five. Okay. Okay. Five. And same criteria. I try not to place you with the same person twice in yeah. twelve months. Yeah. I also try not to place you if you're from the U.S. I try not to place you with someone from the same state. Okay. Yeah. So, so you can have a different perspective from yeah. outside. That's really what it's about is give me a different set of eyes onto my business mm-hmm. and help me mm-hmm. look at it in a way that maybe I wasn't looking at it. Is that correct? Exactly. Exactly. One of my favorite things to say is networking is a lot like making a sandwich or ordering a sandwich. And that's because when I get up to the counter, I've got to say, I want wheat, I want avocado and I want turkey. Right. But in networking, it's very similar. If you're in a uh, an environment of trust, if you're in a, a place where uh, people are willing to help each other, then the most important thing you can do is ask for what you need. Yes, I want avocado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> help me find the avocado. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. so if you show up for a networking event and you know what your top three needs are in your business, what your struggles are, what you're, what's stopping you from progressing. If you show up with those things top of mind, I bet you someone's going to be able to help you. So is that when you had this vision, okay, I can do it online and I'm going to connect all these people. How did you start? Like how many people did you start with? Well, we call them the dirty dozen. Okay. (laughs) Good name. And after we hit our first, we had our veranda-versary. (laughs) <laughs> which my phone knows how to spell now, by the way. Oh, it doesn't <laughs> spell corrected yeah. anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we had our anniversary, and of those 12, eight were still members. Okay, yeah. wow. 
That's yeah. right. How did you find them in the beginning Excuse of me. all of this? So were they local and decided no. to join? Okay. Mm -mm. So in going through the process of learning how in the world you create an online product, I, I had a mentor out of Australia. Okay. And um, that took me to a conference in LA full of business women. So a few of them are like, what are you doing? I love what you're doing. And they were, uh, they were a, a part in of my- event? No, no, my mentors group actually. Oh, oh got yeah. it, got it, got it, okay. Yeah, so she came out of Australia, met, uh, did an event in LA and I went and then all these other women in business went and then, you know, obviously we get talking, what do you do, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of them were my first people there. Uh -huh. Yeah. And you shared with them what you were doing in Givent, and they were like... In the veranda. I said, I'm going to build this. Oh, because you already yeah. had the vision. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. And so they were like, hey, I want to be in there. Actually, truth be told, this is the real truth here. <laughs> Don't listen. We're telling the truth. <laughs> truth be told. <laughs> on the way home, or on the way to that event, I thought, I need to create a product that serves these people. Yeah. Like, what do these ladies need? And so I started thinking, how do I do this? And on the way home, I had my journal, get it out, wrote down all of these. I you named this veranda. Yeah. Name, yeah, yeah. So tell me, yeah. what, are the, what is the veranda? Where'd that come from? So uh, my family and I, they, we have this big joke that mom's favorite room in the house is the patio. Yeah. Uh, where we sit outside. And they're always like, mom, that's not in the house. I'm like, this is my favorite room in the house. <laughs> They're not, it's not a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I was trying to come up with a, a name for the veranda, I, I thought patio team. Didn't fit. <laughs> I was thinking all these men names. I was thinking like field. I was thinking all of the, cause that's the, the space I've always been in. Right. And, and, and so then I'm like, wait, if this is for women, it's gotta be like beautiful and a little more feminine and you know a little more sexy than than all these other you know fun ideas I had so then I thought okay uh, patio isn't quite fancy enough so the thesaurus you know <laughs> I love the, the thesaurus absolutely yeah. and you came up with veranda the veranda yeah, yeah I so love it. it's a beautiful name for your computer screen but we like to treat it like that white glove white tablecloth out with you know yeah. out somewhere talking business mm -hmm. you know classy somewhere in Paris yeah and we're outside really getting some work done yeah that's yeah. great well I love that that's fun yeah how long have you been doing the veranda so we are December 2019 will be two years old okay <laughs> and what's the vision then what do you think where do you feel like that's gonna go so first goal, first big goal is 450. Members. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then second big goal is 1,000. Yeah. Those are big goals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the beautiful, about, um, being, the beautiful thing about being online is there's no limit. Yeah. Like I have made... But there might be a limit on your brain breaking 1,000 people up into five. <laughs> <laughs> so you have Can a really good team. Can that many groups? Uh, no, you'd have to do different. I have a plan. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. So, okay. So, talk to me about it. Um, what? Obviously, it sounds like you know you're kind of led down this road. It looks like this is yeah. where you're going to go. Um, what has been the single great single 
greatest struggle that you've had in getting it off the ground and and getting it to the point where it's successful now? Um, everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, really, because I knew nothing. There was no single struggle. It was a lot. I mean, it was it was the learning curve was mm -hmm. massive. I knew nothing about online space. I did not. I remember the day I was on my run and I was listening to another podcast on um, online businesses, another meaning I, I listened to tons, like you were gleaning all the information. Oh yeah. You uh -huh. Yeah. And I, and I didn't know, I didn't know that there was such thing as an evergreen webinar. You know, I didn't know there was such thing as a, uh, I didn't know how to take payment online. Yeah, right. I didn't know right. how to hold the meeting for Pete's sake. I didn't even know about zoom. You know, I didn't, I just had the idea of the opportunity that I wanted to create, but no clue yeah. on how to execute it. No clue. How do I find the people? How do I? Yeah, all of that do, seems what pretty was, daunting. What does this cost for them? What would surprise they would value what I was giving them right, at? Right. I remember my first day and saying the price out loud in front of these people. I was nauseous yeah, all day. That's always. <laughs> that's always. I thought, um, how do I possibly? Um, how do I possibly give them enough value for, you know, this price or that price or, you know, the other. And so I think all of those things were the singular things was the technology, like getting the idea from inside of my brain <clears throat> onto a platform. You just knew it could happen. You were just, so did you just self-educate? Did you just go yeah. out there and look at, okay. Hours and hours and hours. Lots of podcasts. Yeah, isn't it great tell for podcasts? I, I always tell everyone I spent lots of Brett's money. <laughs> <laughs> While you were learning all of this yeah. stuff. Thank goodness. He's got good pockets. It's our money, but I always, I always say <laughs> I know, that. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that does take a lot of self-education. <laughs> I appreciate that because, you know, just having a podcast, that was little outside of my exactly I don't really know how to do all this but you know what it's so easy to self-teach anymore you know yeah. there's information is at our fingertips literally yeah. so great job in getting that well you know I was just told this story I, I connected with this gentleman that's that's a super big player and um, one of the things that we do is my team now that we know how to do virtual events we will go into other people's communities and pull off networking summits for them yeah wow it's like a subcontractor kind yeah, of yeah right not mm -hmm. not just for women but for men and women uh-huh and so i'm working with one potential client right now that um he explained this the best and he said when you're moving at the speed that you were intended to move it's like you're flying down a freeway at the speed you were intended to move and life throws the billboards up in front of you also known as opportunity. And that's how I felt like every turn when I got stuck, something else would come right up to me. Like, here you go. Mm -hmm. Here's how you do that. Mm -hmm. Here's how you do this. Now that doesn't mean that one day pre-launch, my husband came home, I'm bawling on the couch. Yeah, like, there was probably more than one it's day. It's broken. <laughs> it's never gonna fix it. And he like scoops me up like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know if I, I can fix, fix this. this. Yeah, And 
and we we actually had to shut down the whole course restart uh, you know whatever but you know, that's when the learning happens yeah and you didn't let it beat you it was like no. okay this isn't yeah. the end i can figure this out you got to keep going yeah that's awesome so how do you conquer moment, moments of doubt do you ever get to into this and you're like what am i doing like how how am i pulling this off and when you think about being at a thousand members does that terrify you a little bit oh i can't wait you know honestly I didn't know I needed friends in New Zealand and Australia and in Uganda and, you know. Um, now you can't oh, live without them, I'm I sure. I love them, uh -huh. you know. Yeah. I I can't, I honestly can't wait for that. I, I don't know how I'll handle it, but it will work. I know it will. Yeah. And I feel like it's important, you know. One of the big driving forces that made me continue was... I have a, a member from Australia who set this goal to, she, ha, she wrote her own book. She decided uh, that was a terrible experience. And so she went to work. To try to get it published? Or yeah, just the whole writing? The whole write, publishing, uh -huh. everything experience was terrible. Mm -hmm. And so she, oh, you know my friend. I I'm do. talking about yes. Karen. So she she decided okay i'm gonna open my own publishing house and i'm like what the freak like, like can you do that yeah i don't even know how to do that <laughs> so she goes well i'm not only gonna open my own publishing house but i'm gonna publish a hundred books in my first year of business which was 2018. Hmm. so by august of 2018 she met her goal five wow. months early wow did you know that about her no that's great and so but but the thing like on her onboarding call with her and i she said shelly you don't know what a dream it is for an Australian business owner to break into an American market. And this is what you're giving me. Yeah, you can't, I don't understand that. I had no idea. And I had no idea that they wanted that. And I had no idea that my little idea could help her. Yeah, right. Like that. And, you know, just that one thing is worth everything yeah, to boy. me. Even if that was the only person, yeah. totally worth it. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Um, well, I, you know, you talked a little bit about your husband, but talk to me about your family. Did you come from an entrepreneurial family? Because it sounds like your whole life you've been in, you know, <laughs> doing stuff. So yeah. was that in your roots as you were growing up, or is, have you just always had that entrepreneurial spirit? So I'm a farm girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Grew up on a little farm, not so little farm in Washington State. My dad always said, I can't work for anyone. <laughs> he would say that about himself. Yes, right. Yeah. And subtly over the years, and he was just here just a few days ago, he doesn't realize, you know, the little lessons he was giving me all along, you know, like Shelly, like it was one day I'm swathing hay and he comes out to fix something that had broke and that I couldn't fix. Normally it was me that had to fix it. He's like, there's a toolbox. <laughs> yeah, right. When it Get, breaks, fix it. it. You're yes. 11, you know. <laughs> Get, why can't you do this? Yeah. Yes. Changing, I don't know if anyone listening remembers what guards and sections were on a swather, but that, yeah, aphids falling on you. Like, yes, this was my child. Okay. <laughs> this is good stuff, yes. right? Anyway, um, he says, Shelly, business is about relationships. Mm, yeah, so true. And you have to take care of them. And um, there was, in, uh, for our listeners probably remember this, but in 1980, Mount St. Helens blew, and it covered our entire farm with oh, ash. Oh, no, yeah. And it was so devastating that it, we never recovered and honestly went into um, bankruptcy and then ended up starting a dairy. So I became 
a dairyman's oh, daughter. Oh, she went from farming to dairy. <laughs> wow. But one of the, the biggest lessons that I learned from my dad was that, and my mom, they, they were just amazing to me in here. And it was that every person that they owed money to, they paid back within five years after the bankruptcy. Wow. They had no legal obligation to do mm -mm. it. Mm -hmm. But they said, and I remember, you know, I'm young at this point, and they said, you know, business is about relationships, and we are going to pay all these people back. And you know what? Sure enough, they needed them again. They went back into the ag world, and they needed those relationships again. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, so they, yeah, that was, they were my, they were my teachers for yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Right. You never well, know I, when you're teaching your kids. Well, isn't that the <laughs> truth? I think about, you know, in, it's funny because in my own life, my father was quite the entrepreneur, had many, many different businesses and actually for a while did the opposite to me because I was so scared. You know, he just had so many things that tried and failed. Yeah. Um, but now I see so many things that we're doing that I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I hear my dad in this, and it's it's a, uh, it is inspiring because they, it, you yeah. know, it failure doesn't necessarily mean you're failing. It just you know, yeah, reset and you do something different. So well, my dad never has felt like a success. Even now, I don't know that he would look back and see all of the things I see. Yeah, I'm sure as as a win. Now they're doing fantastic. Yes, they they retired fantastic the way every farmer I think should retire. But not until he didn't sell his cows till he was 82. <laughs> a thousand cows. <laughs> wow. I so, know. Really? <laughs> yeah. But I think, yeah, they, same thing, same thing. Yeah. It's good. All right. So Shelly, what's the best advice you've received around business or what advice maybe would you give to someone else? I always... Considering self-employment, you know, like getting into this yeah. entrepreneurial thing. I would say, don't be afraid to suck. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, like you're going to do when you're starting something new, when you're starting something that's hard and scary and you feel like how am I even going to do this? You're going to do bad yeah, at right. it. Yeah, You have to start somewhere. Yeah, and that stops most people. The perfectionism uh is a, it's a massive problem and it will stop you if you let it. Yeah. So don't be afraid to suck at it. Because guess what? Pretty soon you're going to suck a little less, and then you're going to get a little better, and pretty soon you're going to get good at it. Well, and all of us sucked in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I'm sure if you went back and listened to my first show, although I was interviewing Kevin, so he was probably good, but <laughs> I'm not sure how the first show, you know, turned out. And right. hopefully I've gotten a little better. We'll absolutely. I love listening to your show. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So I always like to ask, are there any books that immediately come to mind that you would attribute to your success and your personal or professional life? Absolutely. I have a, um, I, I learned that it's called a canon. Have you heard that? No. Oh it's yeah. Like a, a, like canon, a, whole a, a whole canon series of, books. of Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a few. Um, my favorite on, my favorite on mindset is, it has a naughty word in it. <laughs> do I need to, this is a family you, friendly are show. Are you going to so. beep it out? <laughs> We'll see if James can beep it out. <laughs> Just kidding. I won't say it. Okay. How about that? It's You're a Bad A at Making Money. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. that book. Yeah. Jen Sincero is yeah. fantastic. My goal is to get her as a speaker that would on be the awesome. veranda. Yes. So if anyone knows her, <laughs> let's connect. Please connect me to her. So uh, that's my favorite on mindset. That is a fantastic book. Um, right now, I have two favorites on time and money uh, Clockwork 
is on time and processes and responsibility matrices and those kind of things. Yeah. And then money is called profit first. Profit oh, yes. first is yeah, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of people say that. You know, it's fun because I get to kind of hear what people recommend. Ah. I think I even just said this in that la in my last show about it's it's this again is more self-serving because I'm building my list. If I, like I haven't it. done it, I'm, I'm I need to. Um, okay, so tell me, Shelley, is there anything else you'd like to tell any of the listeners that are joining, uh, or that are listening to us today? How do they join the veranda? What about Givent? Like, talk yeah, to us about those. Absolutely. So, love to have you if you're a business owner, or executive, um, you know, C-level uh, person. We'd love to have you. So, Givent meets in Eastern Idaho on the third Thursday of every month, and then in in Boise, <clears throat> we meet on the second Wednesday. So Gavent.com, you can uh, connect with us there and find a way to become a guest at that event. We are selective. We don't let everyone in. <laughs> well, then I'm so grateful yeah, that right. you let me in. That's right. <laughs> because we have a saturation rate um, between how, uh, you know, how many people can fit in one category. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's more powerful if we're more careful about it. So... So we'd love to have you as a guest on The Veranda. You can find us at theverandanetwork.com. And um, actually, I think you need to do a backslash registration, actually, currently. So yeah, um, women in business from anywhere, you're welcome to join us. We Same story, same thing. We want business owners. And that's a, a monthly subscription? It is a monthly uh, subscription. Okay. And we meet on the first Thursday of okay. every month. Okay. All right. Well, Shelly, thank you so much. What a great time I've had talking to you today. Thank you for your work connecting individuals and helping them find the path to achieve their goals. It's fun to think of all the connections that you have made um, <laughs> over the years and what that has actually equated to. I look forward to seeing what those connections will do in the future and uh, for us as well and, and oh, hope good. that we have a long, long future. Um, thanks to all of you for joining us today. As a reminder, our show is sponsored by Oswald Service and Repair with locations in Idaho Falls and Rexburg. Please visit us when you need quality automotive repair provided with integrity and honesty. Our family is honored to take care of your family. And stay tuned for the Business Leadership Moment. It's now time for a Business Leadership Moment on East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Hey there, welcome to the Business Leadership Moment. As a reminder, this segment is sponsored by RiseCon. RiseCon is an East Idaho business conference held every November. So we're coming around to it. Excited to see who our lineup of speakers is going to be. And if you're interested in it, please check it out at www.risecon.com. Don't forget that Rise is spelled with a Z. Also, they have a sister event called RiseX, which is a monthly executive event, uh, networking plus it's on steroids. Uh, it's a great event and I highly recommend it. So check it out and hope to see you there. Um, today for the business leadership moment, I just wanted to share some thoughts with you. Um, nothing that's too structured, but I just had an event happen late just recently that um I thought I'd share with you, I turned 50. Yeah, it's hard for me to even believe that I could be on this earth for 50 years, but it's been a great 50 years and I've had lots of opportunities and I have wonderful family and kids to show for that time. And it just gave me an opportunity to really kind of think about what has happened in the last 50 years. And 
um, also to really look at what I'm doing now in my life. And that's the message that I want to give to you all. Um, I started a podcast last September, October, you know, I think it was October by the time I got it going. Um, and never in my life ever thought that that would be something that I could do or would want to do. Um, an opportunity presented itself, and here I am. Uh, and I'm doing other things that really I thought, I, I mean, it's new to me. I've been a nurse all my life. So my life has really been about um, healthcare and being in nursing leadership and leading teams um, in that environment. And although I've helped with our business, our business was not something that was my primary focus. Um, and so to be able to now at this time of my life kind of say, yeah, I'm a nurse and I do all this great healthcare stuff, but I'm also a businesswoman and I do really good things in business and I help my husband with business. And um, I think the message that I want to share with you about all of this is you're never too old to do what you want to do or to try new things or to have a second career or whatever that looks like. You know, I thought with my nursing degree, I've invested a lot of time and money and my education and my certifications and my licenses. Um, and so that was what I thought would be my identifier for my work. Um, and to have a second career, you know, you hear now people, it's not abnormal for people to have three careers in their lifetime. That was hard for me to even fathom at, at, at one time in my life. And now I look at it and I'm like, yeah. I, I can see how people have three, at least three careers. Um, and that's how I feel like I'm where I'm at at this time in my life. I'm trying out some new shoes and a different career and a different way of using the education and the experience that I've had. So I just want to leave that message with you guys today. Um, go for your dreams. You heard Shelly's episode. Um, she had to do a whole lot of self-education to learn how to put on her networking um, event virtually. Um, and I can appreciate that. I certainly didn't know how to do a podcast and and learning all about the technology and things that have to go along with that uh, was exciting, but a little bit scary. And, and so far, I've pretty much figured it out. So anything is possible, especially in this age where you can learn so many things and there's so many opportunities. And at no time in the history of the world have there been more opportunities. So that's my message to you guys today. Just take a chance, do what you've been thinking about doing, and don't worry about other people think of you. Um, live your dreams. And um, if that means two or three or four or five or 10 careers in your life, then you're never too old to do what you what you want to do and, and dream big. So I'm going to leave you with that. Dream big this week, you guys, and we will see you um, for the episode next week. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Oswald Service and Repair. For all your car care needs in eastern Idaho, let our family take care of yours. www.oswaldserviceinc.com.